0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Is there really debate over this Oliver Anthony song? I mean, is there really an argument that somehow the song isn't acceptable? The political left says it's what? Just silliness, the political right? You've got people arguing Dude, man, kind of buck up. When I first heard the song, I said to myself, first of all, I I I, I love that kind of, of of rasp. I I love that kind of soul. Um I, I dig it completely. When I first heard the song, I also thought it was a whole lot of complaining. Gave it a couple of listens. What was it that I was listening to? So I can sit out here and waste my life. Worked up over this song. What I have more people worked up over this song than were worked up over WAP. And I'm here to tell you, WAP is a far more degradory song, or degrading song, horrific song, shameful song, sick song, twisted song. What the hell? Who wrote these lyrics song than this ever could be? <laughs> Is this somehow dividing people? Rich men, don't rich men. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Find it all at TonyKatz.com. The phone number 833-GOT-TONY. eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. The reason the song gained popularity is because people could utilize it politically. But the political usage was based on a feeling. I'm not getting paid enough. These guys uh, in and men and women in D.C., they don't actually care what's happening to me. I feel completely disconnected, completely abused, and completely alone. The rich men north of Richmond... They're the ones who keep lecturing and keep sub- you're telling me I have to do this and do that. I have to take care of this one, I have to take care of that one. And it's a song about, about this, about being put upon, about just saying, oh, this is exhausting. You can't recognize that that's what the song's about? When I first heard the song I thought it was just a guy complaining and then I listened some more Went back over it and went back over it and went back over it It's a guy telling you his story That story connected with millions of people This dude's gonna go on tour And true he isn't gonna play the arenas that Taylor Swift is playing but he's gonna play some clubs and those clubs are gonna sell out and people are gonna buy whatever CD he has to sell, and whatever T-shirt he has to sell. That guy has is gonna have I don't know a beer mug, and that beer mug is gonna be sold the blank out. When National Review wrote uh, uh, about his song, what was what was the issue? They wrote, my brother in Christ, you live in the United States of America in 2023. If you're a fit, able-bodied man and you're working, quote, overtime hours for BS pay, unquote, you need to find a new job. Okay. An argument that we've made many, many times. Maybe his story is, this is all he could find. Maybe this was all that there was for him in where he lives. Maybe this is more of a lament and a bit of poetic license to saying that my dollar doesn't go as far as it used to because of inflation, Bidenomics, and a whole host of other subjects. Maybe because my dollar gets taxed and I don't get enough of it to utilize for my own purposes and decide my own fate. National Review didn't understand this. I think a lot of people didn't understand this. They can't figure out why it's popular. Oh, so-and-so likes it. That means you should have a problem with it. No, it doesn't. It means that if you have a problem with this and did not have an issue with the lyrics to WAP, well, then I don't know what to do with you. By the way, I can only call it WAP. You want me to to call it what it means? I can't. I can't. I would lose my job if I did. I would lose my job. But the people who are bothered by these lyrics and not bothered by Cardi B's lyrics, these are what we call in the business, not serious people. Let's stick on the topic of not serious people. Have you ever heard of girl math? I I ask you, um, uh, AJ. uh, Producer AJ is is running things uh, today. Have you Um, ever heard of girl math? No, but I've heard of girl dinner. What the hell is girl dinner? It's just whatever they make is dinner. Like, it could be, like, Texas Roadhouse rolls with cinnamon butter, and that's girl dinner. But it's just Texas House rolls with girl dinner. First of all, I just want to say for the record, any roll with... So it's a roll with butter and cinnamon sugar? Yeah, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. That's just one of the examples. That's correct. Find find you a a woman who makes uh, cinnamon rolls, and you have found yourself a fine woman. Again... Uh, very, very with a little, bit of no. a little bit of uh, bourbon, a little bit. My God, what are you just writing the, the 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 Tinder ad yourself? Good Lord, very impressive. Girl, math. This is a story on Fox Business. I had never heard such a thing. I stopped and I said, "Tell me more." There is a TikToker, McKenna, McKenna Eliana. I don't have TikTok, AJ, so you can look it up. McKenna, E L I A N N A. She is talking about girl math logic which she believes in. Girl math logic includes purchases made with a gift card or money already in your Venmo account is free and doesn't count. Oh. Okay. But there's no way to go through life Going to a concert or an event that I paid for earlier is free because I paid for it like so long ago. Get away! mentioned how desperately we need to teach home economics in high school (laughs) the logic also expands according to Fox Business to making returns or buying something 50% off quote if I don't buy the 50% off item I'm basically losing money Oh, my gosh. Now, the story also gets into how more and more people are turning to buy now, pay later because they don't have the cash because things are more expensive. Again, Bidenomics is working great for everybody, isn't it? Oh, Bidenomics is a dream, dream, dream come true. Dream. Isn't that right, Senator John Kennedy, Republican from Louisiana? Through it. Amen. I'm also sorry that the American people are going through... uh through through the through biotinomics biotinomics is pretty simple it's just bigger government more spending and uh, higher prices and in i've said this before at least in louisiana inflation is gutting my people like a fish um my people are mm-hmm. getting really good at barely getting by and in uh, in america You shouldn't have to take an early distribution from your retirement account or sell blood plasma in order to go to the grocery store. Well, he's not wrong. And I must admit that personally and anecdotally, I don't know people selling their blood to go to a grocery store. If he does, those are stories that we'd like to know about um, and why people are in that straight We also know that credit card balances are at highs. We have topped over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. I'm telling you, that's the lit fuse, baby. That's the credit bomb. That's the reason that the banks, as we were discussing earlier, the credit crunch, not lending. That's why you've got the Fed uh, president in Minneapolis, Kashkari, Kashkari, sorry, saying that maybe we need to better stress test these uh, regional banks. Maybe they need to have more uh, liquidity ready to go just in case. Which is, of course, going to put pressure on them. Going to see that stock price slide. There's an interesting conversation about how Midwest Main Street meets up with Wall Street. But this person on TikTok, you could be like Tony. It's a TikTok account. 2.2 2 million views. 2.2 oh, 2 million likes. Sorry. 13,000 comments. AJ, were you able to find her? Yeah, I was able to watch the video. Oh, you did watch the video? Yeah. Um uh is is it something that you think is is it possible to play on the air? Yeah, it is, but also just I'm still wrapping my mind around it. Well, it's it's very hard to wrap your mind around back crap crazy. That's very difficult. That's very difficult. Uh what is it about it that makes you say, "Hmm, maybe she has a point here?" I don't think there's any point. I mean, it's like you you still end up purchasing it. That's, I think my mind is on that. It's like, you still end up spending money on it. And then you think... Yeah. Well, of course. It just makes me it, want girl dinner now. It, 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 First of all, could you stop with girl dinner? What, Texas Roadhouse Rolls just sound good. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, wait, what's better, a Roadhouse Roll or a Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit? Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Oh! Oh, my God. Send your hate mail to AJ. At AJ.net. <laughs> what the? Dude, you, you have started a fight of magnificent proportions. Good Lord. Uh, I, I haven't had a Roadhouse Roll in a million years. I had my first Cheddar Bay Biscuit last year. Uh, it was lovely. It was a lovely Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Um, did you see in Los Angeles that this group of 50 stole about $100,000 in merchandise from a Nordstrom in broad daylight? No. Now, Girl Math would tell you, well, these people were stealing. So if I didn't take a couple of things out of the store, I that that would have been wrong of me. If it's 50% off, you should buy it. A world that says get your uh satisfaction now. Get it quick. Get it r- immediately. Why should you wait for something? Why should you sacrifice for for something? Why should you save for something? Now, 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 now. This is societal. This isn't just some doofus on a social media site. This isn't. This is far more than that. Much more. This This is a societal issue. For sure. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. Daily Caller reporting that the special counsel, David Weiss, the special counsel, David Weiss, actually put out a court filing or or, or stated in a court filing Tuesday that Hunter Biden's plea deal and pretrial diversion agreement are not in effect it seems that hunter's lawyers by the way hunter biden joe biden the crime family that's the biggest story in america don't ever forget it don't let the the stuff about the indictment Um, uh, change that reality for you and I've got more on the indictment if you missed uh, I'm going to share some parts of my conversation with William Jacobson Cornell law professor coming up Uh, Morgan Ortegas who uh, used to be the spokesperson for Secretary of State Pompeo and now runs Polaris uh, is going to catch up with her the two year anniversary of the botched withdrawal of Afghanistan oh yeah that was just two years ago Worthy to remember. Tony Katz. Great to be with you, Tony Katz. Today, Biden's lawyers told the judge in a filing that his plea deal and diversion agreement were largely dictated by DOJ prosecutors and stated that the diversion agreement is still valid and binding. And Weiss is like, uh, no, no, it's not. Weiss responded by saying, and I'm quoting, the government never said the proposed diversion agreement was in effect because it is not. And in none of the portions of the transcript that the defendant cites in this footnote, did the government say the diversion agreement was in effect? In fact, the government said the opposite. I understand the argument that I am making and have made regarding this appointment of David Weiss, as special counsel, and the problem therein. But I should remind me to share with you tomorrow um, some of the stories, some of the audio that I have been coming across. It seems that it seems very obvious that even though people like Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre refuse to admit or understand uh, the connections between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Isn't going to unearth any connections between the president and his son's business dealings? I'm going to continue saying what I have said before. The president was not in business with his son. That still stands uh, and just don't have anything else to add. I've been very clear about that. The president, You haven't been very clear about that. You changed the entire wording. It was about did they talk about. Hunter's overseas business dealings. Then you got into the conversation of in business with his son. You changed it. We saw you. We caught you. You're a liar, Kern Jean-Pierre. But over the last week, I have noticed that regardless of how much spin people like Dan Goldman, Congressman Dan Goldman, are putting on Devin Archer's testimony or connections between Joe and Hunter Biden... The left seems willing to put this on Hunter and let him fry. Uh, You can tell me I'm wrong, but I think I've got enough now to start showing this. That the left seems to say, you know what? Hunter is a bad guy. Hunter is a bad seed. Uh, All right. Let him go down with the ship. Hunter, you're going to have to fall on the sword. This was all on you. Everyone thinks you're a mess up anyway. A screw up anyway. A you know what up anyway. Let's just we'll put it on you. You got to take it, Hunter. You got to take one for the team. Finally, you could do some good. All that coke use will finally finally be for something good, Hunter. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Now, do I think that the the filing here from, uh, from David Weiss is part of that. Uh, the answer is yes. Do I think this means that David Weiss is going to be serious about looking into Hunter Biden? Oh God, no. No, 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 no. No, no, I've got no reason uh, to believe that. I want to know what role and, and to what extent he played, uh, David Weiss played in getting Hunter the Sweetheart deal to begin with. Just a man with questions. This is Tony Katz today. Let's step out of indictment conversation for a moment because it'll drive you nuts. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyCats.com. The story of Michael, is it Oher or is it or? I always thought it was Orr. This is the guy. The football player, that movie, The Blind Side, that's who it's it's based on. And the hardness, the hardships in his life and this family that took him in. And as we always knew the story, um, it was an adoption. They adopted him. This white family adopted this black kid. And, and they saw that he was this good kid. And they helped him develop his skills and all, all the rest, right? The whole story, that's not to say that Mike Orr didn't have... The, the, the skill to begin with and put in the work to be a professional football player. He did, and he was. He has claimed over the years that the story of the movie The Blind Side is, is, is not as it was described, not as it was depicted. Okay, nothing's ever as as perfect as, as movies would, would make it seem. But in a court there in Tennessee, he is asking um, for a conservatorship to be terminated. And you're like, wait a second, conservatorship? Britney Spears had that whole conservatorship where she wasn't really in charge of her own life. Her father was. Well, it's because she had mental issues. You may think she's eccentric, but she's allowed her own life. And if she spends all her money, or does stupid things, that's on her. Personal responsibility matters. The story here is that he's saying that his parents, if you will, this the, this couple, Sean and Leanne Toohey, I think that's how you pronounce the name, they keep referring to themselves as his adoptive parents, but that never happened. That's false, they never adopted Michael Rather, he learned that it was a conservatorship and he did that on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the family. Are you telling me that this couple gave him this to sign instead of adopting so they could have control over, what, money or him or, or decisions and they didn't engage in an adoption? What the hell is that? Now, the other side of this is what what were they doing with the conservatorship? According to them, the, the, the Tui family, it's upsetting to think we would make money off of any of our children. But we're going to love Michael at 37 just as we loved him at 16. And that if uh, he wants to, the conservatorship to end, uh, we'll, we'll end it. I, I, the story is strange because there's, it's, it's like we, we are searching so aggressively for that happy ending. And that those happy endings very rarely come. And then we're going to say, well, my gosh, this just proves that the Tui family was terrible and awful. Now, I have seen people who say, oh, I, I knew Leanne Tui uh, from college. And, uh, oh, she was always this person. She was always a snake. Always. Sure, man. Sure. Maybe that's true. Maybe in this with, with Michael or they weren't. Maybe they were. I don't have a good answer. Here's a a question for you. Did they provide him a home? Did they feed him? Did they take him to football practice? Did they provide X, Y, and Z? Maybe they did some good things. I'm not saying that they're entitled to everything that Michael Orr has done uh, from from that time through uh, perpetuity. I'm saying that there is nuance to a conversation. Your parents are not perfect. I can only describe in unbelievable detail the way in which my parents aren't perfect. And I can tell you it took me years, years to come to a place not of forgiveness, but of acceptance as to who they are, as to a recognizing of their failings, a recognition of my own failings, a recognition that... They may be your parents, but in the end, they are just people. And like all people, it ain't all perfect. i, I I'm not here to defend what is indefensible. And we both know. That there are things we have seen in families, uh, b- by parents, by children, uh, that, that is wholly indefensible. There is no way to defend it. And I have nothing here. I would have no way to know whether I was going to be able to defend something on either side. I don't have enough data. I just think it's it's the story of, 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 of what, what do we find acceptable? At what moment do we say, thanks when colin kaepernick refers to his his family which is in part white um as as, i think i think adoptive as well right wasn't kaepernick wasn't kaepernick adopted colin kaepernick former quarterback for the san francisco uh 49ers who decided that taking a knee to stand up to uh to, uh, police brutality is the way to do it. He didn't stand up to anything. He didn't make anybody's life better. None of, none of, none of that happened. None of that happened. Yes, his parents uh, adopted him, and their parents are both white, um, and in an interview he did back in March of 2023, he accused his adoptive parents of perpetuating racism in their household. That's That's messed up. If your parents talked to you about your hair, they weren't perpetuating racism. They were doing things based on what they knew and how they knew how to do things. It doesn't make them bigots. My parents gave me um, not great life advice on a series of subjects regarding employment. They gave me incredible advice about how uh, to have a work ethic uh, and how not to be lazy. It is is the my failure to to build a career early is is that is that my fault? I mean, is is that their fault? No, it's my fault. Is that their fault? No, it's my fault. They did what they could. There were some things they couldn't do. If your mother called you a thug, well, okay. My mother, I don't think my mother's actually ever called me a thug. There have been other conversations that have been, wow, that's that's a rough one. Because they didn't have a right word, because they didn't have a right phrase, because uh, they didn't have uh, the right statement, that is not a reason for you to decide to try and, and destroy them because you have a platform and they don't. That is messed up stuff. And so with, with this conversation about Michael Orr, you know, if he's got to go to court to get this thing ended, he's got to go to court and those kinds of things, you know, get, get known about. But is it something we actually want to be a part of? Now, maybe it brings up more of a conversation about this idea of conservatorship and not telling people you don't have control of your life, this other person has control of your life. That's weird. We do that with children, not with adults. It's weird, weird stuff. And I'm, I'm not a fan. It creeps me out. I'm talking about the idea of assigning the blame and the hate. I think that in the case of Colin Kaepernick, it was 2023 and nobody was talking about him and he needed the conversation to be about him. So this is what he said. It's what he said. I don't know what's true. All I know is he looked at his parents and said, hey, thanks for adopting me. You bigots. Well, that's messed up. Don't ask me to think that somehow that's good or decent or acceptable. It's gross. It's gross. It's obscene. It's twisted oh my god no thank you in in wanting to be around him or 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 anything he's in favor of The or conversation is different but does, it does it is everything that his family did for him these adoptive people if you will did for him awful they they did it for the wrong reasons We'll often see in today's world if if white people uh, a white couple adopts a, a black child, you have people saying, "Oh, that's wrong, that's wrong. A baby should be with 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 you know with his people, her people. These are the parents or the people who are willing to open up their hearts and their souls and care for someone. Why are we why are we saying no? What where is that? The first part of hey, good on you. Eh, you probably didn't do it all perfect. You probably didn't do it all perfect." Plenty of biological parents don't do it all perfect. Now, maybe I'm grabbing from too many different parts. Maybe I'm the one who needs to kind of, of bring it in and, and, and give this some, uh, some, some focus. It just, I, I, the, the story is nuts because it, it, in the case of Michael Orr, if he thought he was adopted and it turns out it wasn't an adoption, it was a conservatorship, Man, if they lied to him, that's super ugly. You won't get me to disagree. That's an ugly thing to do. If it was a misunderstanding, well, I'll never really know. Right? If you tell me, oh, it's just proof positive that these people are terrible and we're in it for the money. They knew that he'd be able to stick with it and go uh, to college and go uh, to the pros and and, and be a, a superstar. That's... That's that is one long con right there. World class. What about some of the idea that hey they they saw a kid in trouble and said we can help. We can make a difference. We can we can give. We can do. Colin Kaepernick's parents. What about the idea of here is a, a baby who needs a home? We can do this. We have love to give. We want to give it. I I just wonder if this whole thing and it's intertwined with the very concept of, of of grace, something that is so desperately lost um, from, uh, from 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 our world, right? Is that, that definitely desperately lost from from society? It's just it's just missing. Why can't Colin Kaepernick's people be a uh, family? His parents be lovely people who didn't do everything perfectly. But doesn't make them bigots. And calling your parents bigots, is that's gross. Because they thought your hair made you look like a thug? Well, you didn't understand black hair. They probably didn't. That doesn't make them a bigot. They said, here's how you get a job. Here's what they knew. Here's how you do this. This is what they knew. And they wanted you to have the best opportunity. And you could say to them, hey, you didn't understand certain things. A little grace. But no, you call them bigots because it's good for your brand. It gets you a little more TV time. It's gross. If uh, Michael Orr's uh, family misrepresented adoption and did conservatorship, that's messed up. If uh, it's something different, I don't know. Can I say in whole that they're awful people? I don't know them. But I certainly don't like a trend of taking people who are adoptive parents and then having people say, oh, yeah, they were this, that, and the other. They were terrible. I think, I think, let, I, I start from maybe a baseline. Adoption's good. Adoption's good. And I'm a man with a very few regrets. I only regret that I didn't, that I didn't adopt. When, when we had kids, we were beyond broke. We didn't have any more kids because we were broke. We didn't think that was responsible. I, I, I don't lie. I regret that too. Oh, yeah, I could have gone with a bigger family. You, bet, you better believe it. But we wanted to be responsible people, and so we didn't uh, adopt. All the respect in the world for the people who do. And I don't want to have a situation where somehow we see less adoptions because we've got people... Who, as they're grown, are like, oh, they were terrible. Maybe I I still have to work the theory. Maybe I still have to put it all together. But the Michael Orr story put that on my mind. I will follow that story. Who lied to who and did anyone lie to anyone? Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. In one of my absolutely favorite stories, there are groups, Native American groups, the Native American Guardian Association, that wants to tell the Washington commanders to drop the commander's name and return it to Redskins. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Yeah, we all want it to be Redskins. Uh, You guys know that... uh, in, at some point in my life, I had a, a small sports memorabilia company, and I have on in, in it's in my basement. Um, I have a signed Doug Williams Redskins helmet. Uh, and it's not from uh, the Super Bowl, but it's signed because he he won the Super Bowl with uh, the the Redskins, and and there it is. Boop! Right, it's right next to my Lawrence Taylor signed helmet. That's right. That's right. Be jelly, be jelly. Uh, of course, they should be the Redskins. Without question, more than 80,000 people have signed the petition, and they say the petition is, quote, designed to promote our history, put an end to cancel culture, and reclaim the name. Hashtag reclaim the name Redskins. Yeah, that's fantastic. The argument in front of us should be whether or not we are engaged in something societally that is truly insulting. But we have to look at what happens if we want to fix that. And are we now engaged in a level of erasure? If you ask me about uh, syrup and about rice, where we took black characters and made them disappear, is that is that a signal of moving in the right direction? Or is that a signal of erasure? Here, for the... Um, This group, the Native American Guardian Association, they say they stand up for and is not only fighting back to preserve key elements of American history and the First and Fourteenth Amendment, they are fighting for the civil liberties of every American. Americans see they are losing their rights because of a vicious cancel culture that shows little care for their concerns or civil liberties. It is time to support leaders, brands, and organizations who will stand with every American rather than fighting against them. That is fantastic. Fantastic. And also, there's history. Sometimes people want to do the right thing and they do the wrong thing. Maybe instead of ripping them apart as I'm talking about grace, let's help them do the right thing. And let's calm the Redskins again. And it would also be pretty good if we stopped listening to liberal white people. Yeah, we'd all be better off. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.